to our brand new series, Lost and Found. I am so excited about this series and I'm so glad you are joining me. I hope you're joining me with a community of other women, whether it's a connect group or with a friend or two, because at the end of each session, there will be some discussion questions to talk about with each other. And you know, when we talk about God's word with others, that is a powerful tool to help us grow. I also want to encourage you to have a journal of any sort to take notes. Have your Bible because we're going to look at scriptures together. And we're even going to give you some things to ponder between sessions. And I believe God is going to do some great things in our lives through this series. So, are you ready? I know I am. Now, as I said, this series is called Lost and Found. Let me ask you. Have you ever lost something that was really important to you? I remember when I was in high school, I was super close to my youth pastors. They were some of the most important people in my life aside from my family. And I remember when they took a trip to Israel and they brought back a golden onyx pendant with a little Hebrew symbol on it as a gift for me. And it was the nicest gift anyone had ever given me. It meant so much to me. And it was just so special to me that they would bring that back for me. It really was just such a treasure to me until, you guessed it, I lost it. I was devastated. I was totally heartbroken. Maybe you've had a similar experience where you've lost something that was really special to you. Losing something isn't fun, is it? Well, except with the possible exception of weight, but we're not talking about that today. <laughs> Most often, losing something is not something that we get excited about, right? Why? Because we view loss as a negative thing. However, Jesus said in Matthew 16, 25, whoever loses their life for me will find it. You see, Jesus had a different perspective. He knew the great value in losing certain things. Sometimes we don't always have the same perspective as Jesus, do we? Let's look at an example of someone in the Bible who struggled with having Jesus' perspective all the time, just like we do. I referred to Matthew 16, 25, but earlier in that same chapter, Jesus asked his disciples, who do men say that I am? And they said, oh, some say you're John the Baptist. Some say you're Elijah. Others say you're one of the prophets. And then Jesus asked, but who do you say that I am? And Peter spoke up and he said, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus commends Peter for recognizing that he was the Messiah. But then moments later, Jesus begins telling his disciples that he's going to suffer many things and be killed, but that he'll rise again on the third day. And Peter rebukes Jesus and says, oh, no, 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 this cannot happen to you. And then Jesus turns around and rebukes Peter and says, get behind me, Satan. You are more earthly minded than spiritually minded. What I want us to see here is that in one moment, Peter had a spiritual perspective to know who Jesus really was. But then in the next moment, he was seen completely from an earthly human perspective. I think often, whether we want to admit it or not, we can be exactly the same way. 
we know we're a follower of Jesus. We know he's our Lord and Savior. But then we get caught up in life and viewing life from our limited human perspective. And then when we read that Jesus says we find our lives when we lose them, we don't really grasp that. We don't understand what he's saying. We don't necessarily have the same spiritual perspective that Jesus does. And we see loss as a negative thing. So we just skim over that. Or we think, oh, this Christian life is just too difficult. But I want to tell you, it is time to have a shift of perspective and see as Jesus sees and see that in this context, loss is such a positive thing. You know, in John's gospel, John also records these words of Jesus about finding our lives when we lose them. But just before that, he also records some other words of Jesus that are so important and I really think will help us gain his perspective. In John 12, in verse 24, Jesus says, I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Now, we know that Jesus is talking here about his own life. He's making the comparison of his death and resurrection to a grain of wheat that falls into the ground and dies, but then springs up from the ground to produce a harvest. But we can also apply this principle to our lives today. You know, there are things in our lives that if we allow them to die, a great harvest will be produced as a result. Remember I told you about the pendant I lost? I was so upset. But one day, as I was moping around, God drew my attention to a book on my mom's bookcase. And I began to read this book that was so full of scripture and it helped me understand the principle of bringing our requests to God, asking him to get involved in the situations of our life, believing and trusting that he would hear and answer our prayers. And faith rose up in me and I began to ask God to help me find that pendant. Now you have to understand a few months had already passed since I lost it. And this was back in the day of pay phones. Before cell phones, I know, I am definitely dating myself here. And at my high school, there was a one payphone. It was used by countless students every day. I myself had used it many times. But one day, after I had been praying and trusting God, I went to use the payphone. Now, my mind was not thinking anything about the pendant. I was just going to make a phone call. And when I finished the call, I hung up the phone, I pushed open the coin return, just like everyone did after they made their call, you know, just to check and see if there's any change in that coin return. But on this day, what I pulled out of that coin return was my pendant. This pendant I'm wearing right now. How did it get in the coin return of that payphone? I will never know. I mean, it's not like it could have fallen off of me and fallen into the coin return. You have to push the coin return open. I have no idea how it could have happened. Only God could have orchestrated that. But what I do know is that a harvest of faith and complete confidence that God hears and answers prayer was produced in my life. A deeper awareness of God's love for me was produced in my life. An awareness that God cares about all the details of our lives 
was produced within my heart. Now, I know that when Jesus said, when we lose our life, that's when we find it, he wasn't talking about a pendant. He wasn't talking about a keepsake or a specific monetary item. But I use that as an example. How much more when we willingly let areas of our life, pieces of our sinful fleshly nature that we all have, when we allow those things to become lost, surrendered to God and really put to death, how much more will he produce a harvest in our lives? The more of ourselves we let go of with his help, the more of him we discover. And that's when we will find the life we were created to live. That's when we discover our true selves, our true identity, with his fullness working in and through us. When we lose our life, that is when we find it. You see, this kind of loss isn't a negative at all. It is a positive and powerful truth. So how do we do it? We started this session with Matthew 16, 25, but I want to take a moment and back up one verse, back up to verse 24. And it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. This verse tells us how. Whoever wants to be a disciple, a follower of Jesus, whoever wants to find this life they were created to live must deny themselves, which means to give up our own way, to lose sight of our own interests and put God in his ways first. And then he says, take up your cross, literally surrender and put to death our fleshly nature. You know, it's almost like he's saying, Okay, I know I said deny yourself, but I want to make sure you get this. So let me say it again. Let me say it a little more strongly. Surrender, put to death your fleshly nature. You know, Jesus, he was willing to put his very life on the cross for us. He's not asking us to do that, but he is asking that we recognize things in our life that need to be put to death. And then he says, follow me. In other words, align yourselves with me and walk in my ways daily. Let this be your lifestyle is what Jesus is saying to us. And then verse 25 follows and it starts out saying, for whoever wants to save his life will lose it. In other words, if we choose to live our own way and do what we feel like and let our fleshly nature rule our life, create the image we think we should have and live independent from God, that's when we lose our life. I mean, verse 26 even says, what good is it for someone to gain the whole world but to lose their soul? But verse 25 continues on and says, but whoever loses his life for me will find it. So let's think through how this plays out for a moment. Remember when I told you that I found my pendant? You know, a far greater harvest was added into my life than gaining a pendant. I found greater faith and confidence in God only 
because I involved him in my process. You know, John 3.30 says, he must increase, but I must decrease. Our decreasing and losing ourselves is all about seeing God increase in our lives. And I believe we all want that. So we need to recognize that this is something that cannot happen without God's involvement. So let's take fear for an example. If we've been gripped by fear and we say, I'm gonna lose fear, I'm not gonna be fearful, I am done, I'm not gonna be afraid, and we keep telling ourselves and we try to lose fear in our own strength by mind over matter, let me tell you, we are going to continue battling fear. But if we start praying about it, asking God to get involved, reading scriptures to help us find freedom from fear. Because remember, the word of God is alive and it's powerful. The Bible says Jesus and the word are one. So we need to be standing on the word. And if we ask God to get involved and give us his wisdom on how to break free from fear, do you know what will happen? Over time, we will end up losing the fear and finding a life of freedom, faith, boldness, confidence in him more than ever before. And isn't that what we all want? If I asked you if you want a life bound in fear or a life of freedom, full of faith, boldness in Christ and confidence in him, I think I know what you'd choose. I know what I'd choose. I hope we would all want that second option because that is the life we were created to live. And that's the life we will find when we're willing to lose the things that stand in the way. And that is exciting. And it is my prayer that we will all head into this series together with the perspective that Jesus had, that losing ourselves is not a negative. It is such a wonderful positive because that's what produces a harvest of God's nature and fullness in our lives. That's what produces the life he wants us to find. I have a great expectancy of what God is going to do in our lives through this series. And I want to encourage you to have a heart that's open and willing to let him work. In our next session, we are going to learn some vital keys to losing ourselves so that we can find more of God. And in the coming weeks, we're going to recognize some specific things that need to decrease and actually die in our lives. And I believe that we are going to see God greatly increase in our lives. I want to pray for you before we conclude today. Father, right now, I just pray for every woman watching this session. God, I pray that we would have an excitement stirring in our hearts by your spirit, an excitement about finding the life you created us to live, about seeing you increase in our lives. And Father, I pray that through this series, your Holy Spirit will just show us areas where we need to decrease. But God, I thank you that you don't expect us to do that on our own, that you help us every step of the way. God, I pray that we would have your perspective, that we wouldn't see losing ourselves as some horribly difficult, painful thing, but God, that we would see as you see, we'd see it as an amazing opportunity to have you increase in our lives. Help us every step of the way in that process so that we can truly find the life you created us to live. In Jesus' name, 
amen. Oh, I cannot wait to share this journey with you. I'm gonna be praying for you all throughout this series. Now, stay tuned for some discussion questions.